Uh, Will it make you sad to have to edit if I go get a cup of coffee right now? You can tell me yes, and I won't get it. Yes. <laughs> it, we, we have these Fs. <laughs> Welcome to May the Zoo Be With You, America's only TCG podcast that matters, including other people's flesh and blood podcasts. We're the only one that matters. I am joined today by the king of betrayal. This podcast, now sponsored by Compete Sport's biggest competitor. You can give Louis credit for putting Compete Sport out of business with the referral code Ollie Starves. I am joined by Louis DeGeorge. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Good. My dog's starving. Can't afford anything because we can't sell boxes because we're not sponsored, but that's all right. I, I didn't realize that you wrote down. I can see your eyes tracking from side to side. You write down your... your no, no, I don't. Believe me. <laughs> I have... And I can also prove this. I can't read anything on my screen while I'm talking because I'm blind. So I have to have like the world's biggest font. These are my class notes that I take for when I do my lectures. Um, not good. Not I good am, being blind. I am Louie, and I am joined by the owner of Compete Sport, which you cannot buy anything online because they don't have a website. And so uh, we do no have a website. We do have no a website. Discount. It's called fleshandblood.com. They have never offered me a discount code on the channel. <laughs> I am selling boxes of Everfest for $84.99 to everybody who's not a Louis patron. No, I'm not. I'm actually not selling Everfest online. Do not message me. <laughs> I should announce that right now. It's, I am not selling Everfest to people who are not in Charleston, Best Carolina. There you go. Uh, all right. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. More importantly, Louie, I appreciate that. But I want to be a fly on the wall when you introduce people to your um, to your class. When you introduce, it's like the, it's the so boring. I have like, I have like something. I'll see if I have mine seems from like, yesterday. It, seems like it would be le- far less fun. It's far less fun. It's like their history, where they're from. It's some glowing thing that they've done. You know, their campaign thing. It's like it's it's not as fun. I can't I can't roast them. They don't get it. Oh man. All no. right. Hey, today's episode is a new Oh lord. Sp- oh yeah. New- also, Louie changed his formats more than I changed my socks. Continue, Louie. I'm trying to keep the the listeners engaged and excited about May the Zuby with you. You already did uh, that. I'm here. So we we came up with a new um a new format for this week. We're going to try out we. we're I came up with a new format for this week that we're going to try out where we're going to talk about a specific topic and you, you may hear flesh and blood discussion built in. You may see, you may hear other, the other TCGs we cover built in, but the idea is going to be to talk about a specific topic for the podcast. So today's topic is literally the history of TCGs T- talking Wait, about the, talking I, thought about the, the I thought the history was blue bloods versus not blue bloods. I don't know what that means. You, when we talked yesterday, you were all. We're going to discuss the differences differences between the ninety three, oh, the eighties and nineties, mainly nineties TCGs and today's TCGs. Right, that's and the, the market differences. Yeah, the market. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's kind of what I was trying to say. That's not at all what you were saying. I don't understand clear. the blue bloods versus the not blue. Blood. Are you talking about blue chips? Why did you use blood? That's a thing. It's like a blue blood hound. It's a purebred. I've never heard that before. We're already there. Virginia, really? Three minutes. Oh, I know what a like a blue tick hound is, but anyway, I don't. We're already three minutes in the podcast. I don't. <laughs> we're, do, we're doing at, great. At we're doing great. Today's topic will be is blue is blue blood a real word? <laughs> so we uh, uh, Mitch couldn't join us. He had life stuff come up. Uh, yeah, he will be back later. Yeah. 
we love you, Mitch. Um, we so okay. Let's let's start. We we read some articles. We watched some videos on history on the background of TCGs, uh, and we are going to be comparing TCGs in the early '90s, late '80s to now. Is what we're doing. Why are you laughing at me? This is the worst intro. Continue. This is this like is worse than my intro. class. You guys should have just signed up for my class. It'd be way more entertaining than this. This is a great, great intro. People love it. I, I can see the comments pouring in right now. How much yeah, I can see people unsubscribe as fast as they can. <laughs> Louis used to have 6,000 subscribers, down to 4,200 after this episode. Don't give him any ideas. Hey, so we're, here's I'll, what we're going to discuss Magic came out in the 90s. Yeah. Came out like a rocket ship, and I think there's a few important things that kind of pointed magic in the right direction mm. that made it more than just a bunch of fat nerds like me playing games, yeah. right? Because like that's not what magic is today. Um, you know, I even used to bathe when I went to the gaming store. That's how much times have changed. I now intentionally don't shower for a week before going to my store. I want you to know that. <laughs> so. Wait, do I, I need to also, not do that before? Do I need to not shower all week before I go visit? You? I'm assuming they don't have running water in West Virginia, do they? Uh, that's true. No rose, yeah. no running water. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nothing drives me more crazy than when these. I'm going to call them idiots, Louie. Please forgive me. This is not very kind of me. Your thing is be kind. You can yell at me later, and that's fine. Yeah. These dodo birds say. Oh, but Magic did this in the 90s, so whatever card game they're talking about did it today, so it's not a big deal. And that is just stupid. And that is stupid because when Magic was around, there was really only Magic. There were some other like small, stupid games, but there was really only Magic. There was no competition. Yeah. And I think we want to discuss today what has changed and what effects that has uh, newer card games, and I don't want you all to worry. We will still do the MetaZoom Minute. <laughs> if that's, I, I know that's what you're here. I don't think anybody was worried about about you and your MetaZoom Minute. Our I minute. love MetaZoo so much. Okay, all right. So, so I want to I want to start the beginning. I want to start the beginning. Start the beginning. Richard Garfield, Garfield was born. Where was Garfield born? <laughs> Garfield creates Magic: The Gathering as a easy way to fund other hobbies. Did you know that? Like he wanted, he I did. Wanted... Like I got sent like eighty-five articles right after my class <laughs> yesterday. Thank you. Garfield created Magic: The Gathering to fund, basically as a as a business model to fund the other games that he wanted to create, which is beautiful and I love it. Yeah. Um, and his his friends owned a company, Wizards of the Coast, and they, you know, of had, Wizards of the Coast fame. Continue. Uh, yeah, and they they bought into it and whatever. Um. So the idea was a fun game that you could play after Dungeons and Dragons, like a easy to easy to play, really quick games thing that you could pick up and play with your friends. A, a poker sized, you know, easy to easy to print. You didn't have any pieces of a, a poker sized deck that you could play with your friends after Dungeons and Dragons. Obviously, the success of that skyrocketed. Go ahead. You're no, go ahead. This is enthralling. <laughs> and then, you know, it's turned into this new beast. So the question I have is, like, what was it that turned it into this beast of a thing? I'm glad you asked. I learned something from your stupid articles. <laughs> yes. There was a dude named Atkinson. And I will admit to you all, Peter Atkinson, I knew very little 
about the history of magic before Louis sent me 85 pages of homework to read after I had just finished a five-hour class, uh, which was just really made my night whole, I felt. And I learned a lot about the history of magic. And this dude, Adkinson, is the reason magic is magic. Mm. And I did not know that. Do you know who Adkinson is? I know you don't because you probably didn't even read the articles you sent me. I've read the articles I sent you. You tell the people who Adkinson <laughs> did not do the reading i, no, I did I, I skimmed through it's peter atkinson right yeah yeah he he grew like god he's the business guy yeah he's the guy who says your ideas are great you have a good game and a good game without a good business plan is nothing yeah because garfield was a uh he was a phd of math yeah he went to like he went to some what, what school did he go to remember they told me that's not something i would remember I don't care at all. When people are like, I, I teach school at Harvard, I just, I, it doesn't matter to me at all. Like, I have z- zero impression on me. <laughs> so, I don't think teaching there is impressive. I think it's just like teaching at Yale is distinctly unimpressive. Yeah. Okay. Move on. <laughs> um, so, like, and I think this is like, I think this is where we start to see some of what these young, these young bloods can start to learn lots of blood references in your <laughs> flesh and blood come on this blue this blood, podcast is rated 16 plus is definitely a thing are there all these gangs in the tcg world that we need to <laughs> i hope here is where i think the lesson comes in dr louis hmm. a good game without a good business plan will never grow well. Yeah, I agree. And it's funny. This is something that I actually teach. It's called the Packard Principle. <laughs> you can't grow your business faster or bigger than you grow your people. Yeah. And here's what I mean by that, Dr. Louie. I don't mean grow like I grow wide after eating too many steaks. If you're not hiring the right people, if you're yeah. not training them in the right way, I don't care how good your product is. Right. The product can't grow. Yep. So I think that that was less important when Magic the Gathering came out than it is now. I 100% agree. There was no, and I want to, I think we can get there. I want to paint another reason for Magic the Gathering success that baffled me, like absolutely baffled me. Um, Wizards of the Coast owned every single like up and coming tcg in that era like there was like no there's like no competition outside of wizards of the coast like all the all the new games went to wizards of the coast so the main company that owned the you know the rights to i actually don't I, i assume they owned the rights to magic the gathering right like they did not at the time They'd, okay, but the main company that was publishing it, the the people that had a a huge stake in the game, were also publishing the competition. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they had a monopoly. Well, it on... happens now too. Like you have only a couple printers. I mean, it's just a different version of it. Yeah, but it wasn't print. It was the. I agree. Were, I agree. The, there's a difference. Yeah, I agree. There's a difference. You know, the one of the the YouTubers I was watching was talking about it was a monopoly. They like. Every new card game that came out went through Wizards of the Coast. You know, they ended up buying Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Legends of the Five Rings and all the other uh, competition that that was there. 
chaos if you guys remember from the 90s that chaos game do they own hyborian gates the uh, the only thing they didn't own was um, gates was this uh was descent no not descent decipher who owned the star wars tcgs yeah but they tried to patent them out they tried to patent them out with a a patent for tcgs god i love business so all these really good business moves that like set them up to basically put Magic the Gathering in a place where it, it couldn't fail. Um, and, you know, super interesting, really interesting stuff. Um, all right. I want let's, let's move on. Let's compare that to now. And then I want to talk about LGSs and how that affects it all. I, I got something to discuss in between that. Okay, I think there's okay. a bigger shift that happened. Okay. So today you have 85,000 publishers printing 25 trillion games a year. Yeah. I I am always blown away. I get these magazines that have like, oh, you should carry all these products from all these distributors. Yeah. And I'm like always blown away by the incredible number of absolute garbage that is produced today. Mm. And then you get emails, especially like I'm a larger store, even though Louis – not big enough to get Louis's affection. But like, you know, I'm a decent sized store, I think. I try my hardest, at least, I would argue. And, you know, all these game manufacturers email you. Yeah. And they're like, will you carry my game? And you're like, new phone, who this? That's slang for you, Louis, if you didn't know, I'm sorry. Uh, I know I you're not good on the slang. Okay, good. And then they will send you samples. And most of the time, they're garbage. Yeah. And I don't mean like, oh, it's not good. I mean like, oh, this is awful. Like, yeah. this is awful. There is nothing redeeming about this game. It, it plays badly and the art is terrible. You should find a different job. Mm. And like every now and then you get somebody who's good. Genesis would be the one I'm most thinking of right now. Did that um, come across through that? Through that, that came across to me through uh, Discord, actually. Yeah. Somebody recommended it. And uh, Jordan from the Bone Zone, the best podcast, recommended it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ham did, the goat of Wall Street, the real king of Wall Street. And they both recommended um, Genesis to me. Yeah. And then I reached out to Assad and he sent me a two-player deck. Right. So this is this is the difference that I saw between now and then. Yep. Was back then it was hard to make a TCG. You yeah. had to you had to do all this stuff, you know, there wasn't the internet to get images off the internet and put them on cards. You had to physically draw out or print, go to a print shop and, uh, and you know, whatever you had to go to a, there wasn't, this is the key. There wasn't local game stores. All of magic was being sold, was being sold at hobby stores, like comic shops, right? Like that's what was popular back then were comic book stores and, and, uh, in hobby shops. And so you, you, you had to do a lot more work to get your game in front of it. And by doing more work, your game was better. Whereas now the internet's just like, mm, let me slap this all together, shoot out a mass email to these stores and, you know, try to, so make here's what money. I think is different. I think it's still very hard to create a card game. I think it's not hard to get a card game published. Hmm. And that was the big difference. I was going to bring up Dr. Louie was, the internet has changed everything. Yeah. 90s is right around, eh, that's probably a little bit, yeah, I was in middle school, high school, early 90s, high school. Mm. Now I was in middle school. Yeah. And like the I internet, like, oh, 
Rose. <laughs> and like the internet was like barely a thing. I mean like barely, like it was a thing. Like I remember very clearly when I was in high school having to go to internet classes and they learned and they taught you how to use Alta Vista. <laughs> Is Alta Vista still a website? No, there's no way. It's probably owned by Google. Oh my God. Do <laughs> not probably, say that. They probably bought it in the in the dot com bubble. <laughs> Look at that. The search engine help you find exactly what you're looking for. Alta Vista. Yeah, you search no, it goes to Yahoo! Whoa! <laughs> no! Alta Vista, you were my one hope! Wow. I'm really sad right now. Yeah. Mm. And you learned how to use Alta Vista in high school. Right. And like, and I'm talking about like, you had to look up the dumbest things. Or like, when was America founded? And like, you were like blown away that like you could type in like, where was it? You know, when was America founded? And boom, there it was. Yeah. Um, the idea that we would have media on the internet would have seemed absolutely banana pants. Hmm. It would have seemed like a fairy tale. Like you, you would never like it. Straight, like you know, I got the number one thing my father and I fought about by a mile was I would clog up the phone lines playing StarCraft One. Yeah, I would do that with RuneScape. <laughs> yeah, and like he would call the house, I would not pick up because I was killing some toss scum, <laughs> and like it would drive him up a wall. Yeah, and like even mind, like these are games that you can now play on your phone. Right. The internet has changed the TCG landscape, some for the better and some for the worse. Yeah. And let me explain what I mean by that. This is the new filter of TCGs, in my opinion. There are gatekeepers on the internet that decide what games boom and bust. Yeah. I am not convinced that is healthy. I am not convinced that is healthy, frankly. But I think it's true. Yeah, I think if you don't get onto the YouTube circuit, your game's going to be smaller. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying your game won't be better. I'm not saying your game won't succeed by a different definition than gross sales. But if your definition of success is gross sales and you're like, I'm just going to ignore YouTube, you're going to be in a bad spot. Yeah. Yep. And I think that, like, listen, like, I, you know, we'll, we'll get into this now, I guess. I mean, the other big thing is you can now play games online. And that has changed everything. Yeah. And Especially in like, I, like, I think that that was multiplied. Like that was true to some, I actually don't even feel like, I mean, I guess it was true for arena. That was true before the pandemic. Yeah. But now post pandemic, now we're two years into this, like questioning, am I going to be able to go play an event at my local game store or not? We're like, we're like two years into that. So people have just accepted and moved to, Hey, I'm going to have a place to play online if I care. Like I know multiple people who whose commander group plays on webcam still because they're like it's not worth finding a time to meet up together when we have to get babysitters. We've been doing it for 2 years and now that's just continue to play online. I also think like and this is something the new games can benefit from. Yeah. When you're a new game, you don't have the player density to usually support a local community. Right. Now, here's what I mean by that. Like, we are very lucky where I am in beautiful Charleston that we have, I would say, 30 to 50 players who play all the time. Yeah. That is very rare, and I'll be honest. It's because one store in particular, one that 
is not sponsored by Louis Channel, happened to like go all in on Fab during Alpha. Then he went all in on MetaZoo when it was a young blood as well, Louis. Um, you know, so like we have a player base for those two games. Yeah. And Genesis, obviously, now. But like if I had missed that boat, right? If I had been like, New games die. I'm not in on Fab. I'm not in on Zoo. I'm not in on Genesis. I'm only in on Magic and Pokemon. I don't know if we would have 30 players for Flesh right. and Blood mm-hmm. today in Charleston. I don't think right. we would. I don't think we'd have 50 for sure. Like I think we'd maybe have you know four, eight. Right. And that's true for most small cities. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Columbia, South Carolina, a bigger city than Charleston, two miles north. Yeah, that's that's where you got to pick your colors, by the way, Louie. That is where you got to actually pick your colors. Um, there's like there's one store that carried Fab and has dropped it. Right. If you're a player in Columbia, you have two choices. You can drive down to the store not sponsored by Louie, or you can play on Discord. Right. Which is a two-hour it, drive, right? What? You said that was a two-hour drive. Yeah. And let me be clear, it's a bad two-hour drive. I have an arcade up there. Yeah. It's not a fun two. It's not it's not it's not scenic mountains. It's a bunch of nothing until you get to the McDonald's halfway through and you get yourself a milkshake. That's the highlight of the trip, I, I would argue. I don't know why anybody would drive two hours to go play a TCG. I love TCGs. I don't know why anybody would drive two hours to go. Well, it's play. more to see compete sport than it is to go to TCGs, Wait, Louis. Right now, while people are listening to this, I am on a plane. To dr- to fly to you to go play two CGs. <laughs> See, compete sport draws them in, draws them in. I mean, like, here's where I think this is like, and this is where, like, I'll, I'll say this: I think Fab needs to hop on the internet train. This is getting silly. This is yeah. getting silly. The in- like, you know, and I and I, it's, it's weird to me, right? Because it feels like. I'll never forget this in the two when I came home. No, no, it was when I came home from high school one day and I told my mother that I had learned to use the Internet. Your poor mother. She was, she was furious. Yeah. Because she was like, why are you learning something that won't be around in 10 years? <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you seen the the. Um, the newscast where the the anchors are talking about email. Yeah, the email, yes. <laughs> like, what is an what is an electronic mail? What is what? Like, yeah, right. Like, this can and be- I'll be honest, it feels like that with Fab right now. With Fab, no, I, yes, I, yes. Not do bad. not be nice, Louie. Be I'm, honest. I'm like, here's honest. the thing: it's they the- need to get they if they they have they have one terrible content creator who has. An enormous online player base. <laughs> That's yeah. you, by the way. I, I noticed. <laughs> and like they need to just partner with with you or like maybe a better content creator like uh, like Red Zone Rogue or Jordan or DM Armada yeah. and or ba- basically anybody else. And <laughs> they need to say, will you create the online player base so people can get their reps in? Well, people are already and, doing that. And th- this but is... here's the thing is that it's different if it's not because like, like they're overtly not spo- they're overtly not okay with online play. Overtly. I disagree with that. I I I disagree with that. They have an option to have an online armory in their system. 
Now, I agree that they are not publicly supporting it. I agree that they are not pushing it. And I think that that is a mishap. I think that they would benefit from sharing those communities with people. Um, and I, I think there's a whole nother conversation here where in order for a local game store to be successful, they need to have an online presence. That uh, I disagree. Okay. So I'm glad well, you said that because well, I finish. disagree with finish. that. Let me finish. You're, you're an anomaly. You are amazing. Have, you misspelled amazing. Let me, let me finish. But I think LSS, it, I agree that they should support online play more. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to say that they don't support it at all because they allow you to run online armories. Uh, yes. It would be you know nice to see opportunity to, to run some of the more like the farewell to Wraith thing and, and that kind of thing. That's that what cool. I'm talking about is I, I get not having pro. I'm going to be very clear. I don't think pro quests should be allowed to be online. Yeah. I don't think pro quests should be allowed to be online. But I think like farewell to Wraith. I think, like, especially when you see like all the other young car games, yeah, embracing online, yep, and like, and not just like not banning it, like supporting it, yeah. Like, I mean, Assad's going to start running events in the Discord server. In my and Discord. who's Discord? Yours? Yeah. Assad, call me later. I'll put you in contact with a good content creator. <laughs> no, but like, I think like here's here's my point. They are allowing it. Yes. There's a difference between allowing and, and promoting and promoting. Right. And I do agree with you that they should be working with not just me. There's um, like definitely not just with you. There, there is amazing. There's other amazing places to play the game online. And here's the thing. I get this all the time. You know, I have we have about uh, anywhere between 25 and I think the max we've ever had was like 42 players in our Thursday night armory event. And every single week, somebody messages me at the end of the event and says, hey, man, I just want to say thank you so much for hosting these events and being so consistent with them. I have nowhere else to play. The nearest store is two hours away. And on top of that, I have kids. And I was that dude in Columbia. Was that dude in Columbia? So help me God. You tell him to come to come on down to compete sport. On top of that, I have kids and I can't get out of the house regularly to play. And like that's another thing where like the demographic of Fab Yeah, is, we're all a bunch of old people. Uh, like pretty old. So like a lot of people Everything have, hurts. And so it's hard to get to the LGS. So I agree. I and I don't think and I, this is the issue. I, I think LSS sees that as against their business model of being for the LGS. But I would make the argument that and this is my point here. The LGSs, in order to succeed, for the most part, are going to need an online presence. Here is my hot take on LGSs. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. I know of exactly one store that I think does, maybe two, that do a great job at both online and in-person play. Mm -hmm. I know of two that yeah. do a great job. Of in store and online. Okay. That's not very many. I'll be yep. honest, I'm not one of them. Yep. You're not good at either of those things. <laughs> that's true. Um, I can't I, you. I don't like being mean to you. How do you do that to people? All day long, baby. You see, used to it. It's like it's like water off their my back and hopefully off theirs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um like we do online. We're not good at online. Yeah. I, I'm not like, you know, people are like, oh, you you know, do you sell online? I'm like, you know, if I, you know, if, if they keep sending me pallets of Pokemon, I will. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, 
And like, the, I'll be honest, the one that like stood out to me is Fire and Forge. Mm-hmm. And he does um, Mark Nolan. Yeah. He does an amazing job of online. And I have never, ever heard anybody complain about any of his in-person events. I've heard the exact opposite. Yeah. And he does a great job of in-store. And Spencer is the other at Magnolia. I think he does a great. I think he does a. I think he does very good at both. Mark's in a different level. I didn't, know, I didn't know he did online events. Like Not online events. I'm talking about online oh, sales. So like this is my this is my like I I think that the future for LGSs looks like hosting online and in person events. And let me say this. I think that's true. Like I, I think that's true. I think you haven't seen it done as widely because I think a lot of LGSs are still holding on to the idea of hey. We're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of this. No. I was, uh, I no. went over to my LGS this past week, my old LGS, um, and they have eight players. You know, the, yeah. their Magic Knights used to be 32. They have currently have eight players and they yeah. just run Commander. And it's like, the, I was like, how are you guys going to stay afloat? And they're, they're like, I mean, we still have people coming in for product, but like everyone's just playing at their house. And so, and, and and this is what caught me with this, the article that I was reading, or uh, maybe it was the video, but the the ebbs and flows of LGSs, where you had the boom of Magic the Gathering that was uh, predominantly helped out, um, like, hobby shops, like, um, uh, like baseball card stores and um, baseball card stores and comic book shops. And then it grew into now we had the first in the in the late 90s, the first like actual TCG stores with Pokemon coming into the picture where like it was a viable business model to be able to sell. But then what happened is they they killed the game. They printed Urza's and it got way too powerful. Um, and, you know, they, they kind of went in the dark age and then we had the, um, the what's it called? The the economic collapse of 2006 and all these LGSs shut down. Right. And then now recently we've had more LGSs open uh, in the last five years. Yeah. But now we last have five months. <laughs> now, now we have this pandemic that affects the world in such a big way. And it's like, is this going to be the next downturn for an yeah, LGS? Absolutely. The answer is no. If they are able to create an online presence, that's my point. Louie is wrong. The answer is yes. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you create online or not like there, like there were like there will be less lgs's in two years than there are today yeah those lgs's that remain will create an online presence is my point but that's i I think that overstates it i think that overstates it um i not i'm not sure how much but i think it overstates it i think what you will see is you'll see the big guys all like listen when you come in that's one of our topics of discussion is how do i how do how do i use alta vista to learn how to run an online event um because <laughs> like if you want to be a big store yeah i think you have to be online well and i think right now that's sales but i think these big stores you're gonna no have no to I'm, talking about, I'm talking about like in the yeah. future it'll be online events yeah i, I don't I don't think you're going to be able to compete with the Spencers, the Marks, the... Uh, oh, no. That's not the point, though. You couldn't compete with those people before. Like, you could, but, the, like, regular LGSs can't, can't compete with those no. people before. I said this on my Better Podcast, that that you big you whales... Bone zone? <laughs> as you big whales with your stores that don't ha- that have other financial avenues it's impossible for an lgs that's trying to make money for their family 
to to compete. Ollie starves. Like it's impossible for an L because because the big LG. I think that overstates it. I think that overstates it. I really do. I think like I think an LG. Like here's the problem with LGSs. There's two people that open them, mm-hmm. and neither one are great fits for the community, in my opinion. Yeah. One is like me, frankly. We're like you get roped into opening one or you like it. So you open it, but you don't need to make any money at it. Right. You do it for the community. You do it for, uh, you do it for a a good and noble reason to help the community or something like that. But like I can afford to operate at break even on products I care about. I don't, I have not made, I don't think I've I've made less than $10,000 total on flesh and blood Mm -hmm. because I run a lot of my events are free. I give away a ton of boxes. I'm doing the same thing now with MetaZoo, do the same thing now with Genesis, because I want to see the games grow. Right. If this is how I make my money, I can't do that. Right. The other type of person that opens an LGS is a person who gets like loves card games, like I love card games. I have 10 friends who like card games. I'm gonna set up a store. Yeah. That's the Luby model. <laughs> and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was the saddest yes ever, and it doesn't no, it work because they don't right. have the okay. business. Like we, like people like me, have the business know-how to run a store. Yeah, but we don't care because there's not any money in it. I I think there's there's a middle ground here that's like as a as a result of those different they're so polarized that you can't have both can't succeed because one takes from the other and the other needs well yeah it's, i mean to be fair you give a lot to the other two you give a ton to local stores and a lot of those you know have done that but i think the idea my, my point is that you have to be able to create a place where people can play online not just sell product online i think that will be that will definitely be true going forward and i think this will create some issues let me be very clear here. This is we are painting you a smooth road, and that road will be bumpy. Yeah. There will become a discussion of how much do I need to pay these games to run their events. Hmm. That discussion is coming. Content creators don't want to say that yet, Louie, but it is coming. How much do you pay to run their events? Yes. Interesting. Like magic. If I you want to play magic in my store, Magic Arena. You pay magic. I can oh, get. I can yeah. get a. I can get. You know. I can. I can charge you time on the computer because I have an esport arena to play it. Gotcha. I can sell you Magic Arena online kits. They suck. You shouldn't buy them. I don't I'm even not- sell them because I think it's stupid. But yeah. like, I think there will be a discussion of like, if I'm going to let you run events for my game and you make a million dollars a year on running MetaZoo tournaments. Does Mike get a cut? Mm. I think that discussion is going to happen. I don't see it getting that big. Oh, I do. You're nuts. I, so, so I, I think you're talking about online, like Magic Arena. That's what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about. I guess I'm talking about more webcam focus because that's my. And opinion. I think that, like, but I think that a you'll see some of that happen. But I also think you're going to see. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of these games go to online, online, online formats. Interesting. Listen, it's easier. Why? I, why it, does Why does Magic Arena need an LGS to run that? Well, I well, the, a they need it. They don't need it. I think that's important, but yeah. they want it. 
Now, if they'll want it long term, well, I mean, that's the thing. They give me up. They give that. It is a very big deal to them that I have an eSport arena in my store because I can run an Anchor Arena. That, why would – I guess people who don't have computers? People – well, they, what, they, what Magic does understand, not how to play test, but they do understand this. They understand the power of community. Yeah. If you are at home – the problem with online is it's random, right? I might play against somebody I don't know and don't care about. Yeah. This is the benefit of, like, the good – content creators discord like dm armada and um you know they have a very tight-knit discord community by the way i have no idea if dm armada has a discord yeah um <laughs> just just saying what's true about my discord server and giving it to other content that's fine and <laughs> the guy he does have a great discord server <laughs> uh, does he have a discord server yeah it's great okay and like the benefit of using dm armada's great discord server <laughs> is that you can do you know because you play every week with the same group of 30 40 people right so you get to know them you right. create an lgs online yeah and you have fun playing against the same people there's competition right. There's, yeah right like you know i know that ken is terrible at the game so like ken's always good for <laughs> ken's free wins got, ten, ken's got the he people have a, a hit list on ken for blitz now because he plays is he, Ira. Is he, all he plays well, is you guys Ira. Do blitz we do everything, man. There's this a, there's is why a, this is this is why DM Armada's Discord is better. There's a time to play. Uh, there's any, no blitz in DM Armada's Discord. There's a time to play any format in my my Discord. So this is where I this is like my my dream, right? Like in in West Virginia, blitz. You, Good in, Lord. in West Virginia, you can't have a massive game store. It's just not going to exist. There's not the player base, right? So anybody who does want to play Flesh and Blood could come, you know, comes and plays Flesh and Blood at the store. But the player base is four to ten to whatever players, and then you don't get the meta, you don't get the, you know, you don't get the dynamics. It's just like, and kind you of, guys are like five years behind. Like yeah. the problem will be like when Briar comes out, you guys are gonna be like, oh my god, what happens now? And then they see pictures of these mega communities right where you know in florida or in washington um where there's or in worse carolina where there's 40 yeah, players sure. and, it's, and it looks so much more fun and they're like well is this even worth it and so they they don't have that kind of that that growth but on an online community you can bring those people they can play with them you know they can play in the local store but if they want a wider sense of the meta they can come in and they can play with the wider group of online community as well to have that kind of interaction to have the different you know competitive side to have the people who are better at the game some of the top rated players play in my thursday night league some of the, the people with the highest um xp so it's fun to play against those a couple people. of them are from compete sports they just happen to go there in school you guys continue though <laughs> but that's my point they are, they are like phil is there every thursday night he's phil, part of that community. phil does two things that doesn't wakes up and plays fab that's but George, like my point is that doesn't remove him from your community no it no adds, not at all it adds value to other communities and Absolutely. that's that's what i see the future of tcg is looking like uh you know I uh, listen. I I think the future for LGS is very bumpy, and I think like, and I'll be honest, like I think like MetaZoo is going to save a lot of them. Like Mike is like the one who seems to like put the money where the mouth is when it comes time to like you're going to make profit on your boxes. Yeah, and I'm going to get LGSs 
the quantity of boxes they need to survive. Yeah. Like, I think Assad is doing that somewhat. The problem that Genesis has is, like, they're new and they don't have the demand yet. But, like, I am full – like, this is – you know, I had a talk with somebody – and they were, and I was like, listen, like, you know, they're like, you know, why do you think MetaZoo has kind of taken over the universe? I'm like, this is easy. It's a good, it's a great game. It's good art, great art. And I'm like, stores can make money selling boxes. Yeah. I mean, and like, can, I, can I respond to some of that stuff? Yeah. So I think like that is true. They have the Pokemon hype, which is, I think, important. Uh, and the the answer because I think the comment section is going to say, "Yeah, that's true right now, but how about yeah. it, how about in six months?" Right? I have no idea. the The answer is continued support and continued announcements to continue to build the hype. But then, additionally, um, I, I think it's all like for for the people who are interested in it to have a place. They are creating places and spaces for those people to continue to be interested in it. I and, think that's true. And here's yeah. the big, here's like, the, I think the more important thing for an LGS. Yeah. I can make money on every box I sell. Yep. I can make money on every box I sell. I don't have to, I don't see online competitors charging a literally a dollar forty more than some than what I pay for some right. of my boxes, and I think like and also like you can tell you can tell Mike's aware of this right because he can see the Pokemon where like you get boxes and like they're you know normally they're three dollars more than I pay for them yeah and that you know it's like listen like yeah that doesn't you're, you're losing money on Pokemon <laughs> yeah I mean like so like what no here's and here's the bad part I don't lose money on Pokemon I put it in the back if I can't sell it. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, look, it's worth a ton of money. Right. So, and I mean, like, and this is where Mike has to, this is where Mike is is continuing to build demand, right? Because if I can't sell it, he knows I'm going to put it in my back room. I'm not going to worry about it. And I will eventually be worth more money. I'll do the Rudy model. But he knows I have a moral, and I think contractual, but certainly a moral obligation (laughs) to sell the boxes that I can sell of the product. Right. This is why I have more Crucible first left than anything else, because I couldn't sell it because there was no Welcome to Wraith or Arcane when it came out. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, listen. So, like, I, is the greatest set, and you can't sell it because you... Everfest is the greatest set, okay? <laughs> Everfest I, is the greatest set. I think the Put Some key, respect on its name. The key is that other games are like, I mean, uh, you know, you you were selling Unlimited at 80 bucks a box. You were making good money and whatever. Yeah. The, the difference is it changed, right? Like, and, and that's going to be the key for MetaZoo is can they keep that? And will they keep that kind of supply demand dynamic that does allow stores to continue to make money? Mike saying he won't do second edition boxes anymore mm-hmm. tells me. All I need to hear. Yep. He's got the. He is like, I'm all in for the LGS. Yeah. Because Mike makes as much money on a second edition box as he does a first edition box. And Mike can say to me, George, if you want wilderness, you have to sign up for Pallets of Nightfall second edition. Right. And he can laugh all the way to the bank. Right. And George gets stuck. And he didn't do that. Yeah. I agree. He didn't do that. And like, and he won't let distributors do that. Yep. Like this, like I am I am I will go on record. If we're talking about LGSs, MetaZoo will save 
a ton of LGSs. Those that carry it. <laughs> if you don't carry it, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, let me, let me not. If you're an LGS and you're not carrying the zoo, something's wrong with you. It rhymes. You don't want them to carry the zoo. You want more zoo. That's true. Don't carry the zoo. <laughs> it's not that good. It doesn't sell that well. It's not. It's not. It's not that good, really. Um, that's the George, George, becomes, George gets all 100,000 boxes of wilderness. <laughs> My wife is like, why is there like $2 million missing from the checking account? Before we get into the MetaZoo Minute, I, I want to continue the conversation that the, the dynamics, I believe, are about to shift for LGSs and, and have over the last two years. But we have these ebbs and flows that in history. Um, well, I'll make you sad. To have to edit if I go get a cup of coffee right now, you can tell me yes, and I won't get it. Yes, it, we we have these ebbs and flows just because it's coffee. If it was any other drink, I'd be like, yeah, go I get need to it. get a cup of water. <laughs> yeah, you can go. <laughs> oh, look, it's brown water. Getting a coffee refill is like the mixed minute. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's ebbs and flows in the history of LGSs and TCGs. And I, I think we're in one of those ebbs and flows right now. It's going to be interesting to see what the other side of this looks All like. Right. Here's the hot take. It will not flow back. Mm. I think the internet will kill the a lot part. of LGSs. Mm. I, I don't think they're coming back. I don't. I, I think we will not go back to the heyday mm. of LGSs. And I think that's okay. I don't think that makes, that doesn't make me sad. That's all right. Makes me sad. I don't. I mean, like, I don't cry over the corner store cries, you know, closing because of Walmart. Yeah, some people did. Other, you know, <laughs> I, be better. I think it's. I think it sucks. I mean, I think like, I, as first I off, don't get romantic about this stuff. I guess I'll be honest. As, as I don't somebody who is creating a online like community of people, like I think that. I think that my our my Discord server is is going to be a place where a lot of people come to play multiple different games and yeah I agree enjoy. I go to DMR models all the time and play yeah I I think that my server is becoming that it's still sad to me that like that's the world that we're in because Why? nothing because nothing is as good as like that's the, compete sport as like the physical interaction with people. I, you know what? Like, I don't like Louie. I don't think that like me and you have never met in person. I, well, that's not true. If people are listening to this, like three hours after it posts, that's true. I mean, like, I like, I don't expect you to come in on Friday and like, we become much deeper friends. Oh. It will be great to see you. I don't consider you a friend right now. That's true. <laughs> we hope we, we leave mortal enemies, and this is the most awkward podcast ever. We have a huge fight day one. The podcast is me just like me just wearing nothing but like opposing stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, I, I I get it. Like, like I have I have deep friendships because of the Discord server that will transcend any YouTube I mean, channel, like, but. The, the butt there, we would be better friends. We would be if we all lived in the same community in town and went to the LGS here. The fact is, though, that that will that cannot exist. I, yeah. Like, and like the other problem is, like, I don't think like people are busy. Like, so, like, my best friends are my friends from law school. And like, I, I love them. I love them dearly. They're my two best friends in the world. I, you know, um, uh, I, I love them dearly. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, I have not seen them in years. And before that, I had not seen them years before that. I mean, like, 
but like I talk to them often. I think about them every day and like, I love them. Yeah. I don't know if like, I think living in the same city with them would be a lot more fun, but I think that also like we have this romantic notion that like, Oh, if you and I live in the same city, we would go to the LGS every day. No, you'd have kids. I have a business. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going to go hang out every day at the LGS. Right. That's true. You have screaming kids. Um, very loud that and want, that you don't want at your LGS. <laughs> yeah. No, so, it's a kid free zone. It's not a kid free zone. Um, um, you know, and I have, you know, and I have a dog, I got to, you know, kind of, I got to go do la- manual labor for to get money since I can't sponsor a channel. Um, like, so I think like this idea of the LGS has been romanticized to the point where it's a fiction. That's okay. my point. That's fair. So to save people who are still watching from this continued conversation, nobody is, nobody is, this yeah. isn't terrible. Uh, to save people from that, what do you think this means for these new TCGs that are coming out? Like that's the, I, that's where we're ending okay. this. It's like you had the blue chips, like Pokemon and Magic: The Gathering, that are never going to go anywhere. That, but like, what does this look like for the new TCGs? I think they all have areas that they need to improve on, and let me go yeah. through them one by one if that's okay. Sure. I think Fab needs to do a better job of embracing and supporting online play. Okay. I think they need to embrace it and be like, we're in. They're the only one that's kind of like poo-pooed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the zoo, the zoo needs to, I think, I think they're working on this, but they need to create an online portal for play. I know that Mike said that's coming. And when that comes, that'll be great. You're thinking like arena. I think it needs to be something like arena. There's a lot, there's a lot of interactions in the zoo and the yeah. decks play very differently. A Grim Reaper deck plays very differently than the other decks. But you're thinking a video game type yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we already know that's kind of happening with NFTs too. Like we're, we're going to have the collectible side of it. Think about this. You can have a store that has a singles market of the, the cards. I think you will see an enormous shift in and into NFTs for these LGSs. I will tell you that is like my number one goal for this year for Compete Sport is how do I handle online? That's all like, I'll, like that's the only thing I'm focusing on this year is how do I handle online? Because I'm not selling Everfest online. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not ready. I'm not going to be good at it yet. Um, I, if I'm going to be online, I want to do a good job of online. Mm. Being crappy at online hurts your online business and hurts your LGS. Yeah. You should probably I, just not even try. If you can do it, I can do a better job is my thought. Yeah. Though. Like <laughs> that's the difference. This is why I'm flying out to help you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> how do I Alta Vista? How, how do I Alta Vista Discord? Can't, can't believe I can't believe Yahoo bought Alta Vista. This ruined my morning. What a terrible okay. day already. So, I think Genesis, I think Genesis actually does the best job of it, I'll be honest. Yeah, they're learning to play events and all that stuff. Yeah, they did a good job with that. I, you know, and I'll like here's where I think everybody should go look. You're gonna laugh at this. They need to look at the My Hero Academia play schedule. Really? Is that online? there's a there's a blend of online and in person events? I just Qualif- got set up with <laughs> after all of our podcasts of me dissing on My Hero Academia. I just got set up with Ozma Day. They got a new set comes out. It looks good. You oh, oh do they, Louie? Oh, yeah, you they, tell me about it. They, you sold me on it. <laughs> Not previously. Um, yeah. um, they have done a great job of online and in-person blending. And um, 
I listen, I I am team My Hero Academia is somebody to watch out for. Now, I think again, I will warn everybody. Uh Universes always has a great two sets, maybe three. <laughs> yeah. That's then it turns to other garbage. Yeah. So he, that can happen. Here's I'm I, not saying it won't. Do not invest in my hero academia, in my opinion. Here, yeah. Financial advice. Continue. Here's where I think um this really plays in. Imagine a Kickstarter of a game, right? Imagine if uh if when Genesis launched, right, they said, Hey, uh, part of our campaign is that we have worked with these five content creators, Kitchen Table. Shout out to DM Armada. Kitchen Table TCG, DM Armada. Uh, you know, let's pretend Rudy had online play. We've worked with these five online content creators that they will be hosting events for Genesis on a regular basis. So now when you go to kickstart a new on, a new TCG, you know, hey, I have a place to play and I'm not worried about is my LGS or is my local scene going to be able to support this game? So when you're interested in something, you have a place to follow through with it and actually learn how to play and whatever. I think that is the future that this kind of connects with content creators and new games coming up and out is because they, they will partner with content create online presences in order to create places for people to enjoy their game. Yeah, I think, and I think the companies that do it well will do it. I know that that is something that I am working on right now. Is how do I handle? Like, this is like, listen, this is this is my goal for twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. You know, we have. Oh, I should have said this earlier. If you're in Jacksonville, Florida, and you are somewhat tech savvy and looking for some work, would you? message me jeez this is your po- now you're just like shilling for your own job hunts <laughs> just abusing your privileges might, be a, on... might be a compete sport ahead of jacksonville oh interesting okay jacksonville uh, san diego the next two that's cool the next two that's cool you're just gonna have your, your little empire uh without the Somebody. ability to lo- know what google is <laughs> All right. I, I only I only use Yahoo. Thank you very much. Apparently, you, you're one of those I'm, people that has a hotmail email address. I think I did for years, <laughs> years, long after it was socially acceptable. Years after it was socially acceptable. Whenever somebody emails me with a hotmail message, I'm just like, it doesn't matter if I reply or not. They're not going to know that I reply. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you like. It was a big deal to have a hotmail account back in the day. That was the jams. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's do Mezu Minute now that you've talked about Mezu the whole podcast. Love it. May the zoo be with you. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get say a couple quick things about the zoo. Uh, one, I need some improvement. I got my D-Bruise box. Yeah. I got four random Kickstarter cards that were all damaged in my box. Did you get Kickstarter cards in yours? No. Wait, where's my... I can't figure out like what this was. Uh, D Brews, I just ordered some Kanye shirts from you, man. Let's uh, let's uh, uh, it wasn't great. I was that did not spark a lot of joy. You got the promo? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, baby. Listen, man, goat, I'm the goat. You want it? Yeah, too bad. <laughs> 
maybe if you were an actual fan of MetaZoo, then you would have, you know, you would be able to get the Deeper's promo. I want you to know, I might be the biggest fan of MetaZoo in the planet. I'll be honest with you. Not, not possible. I might be. So the other thing, I want to give a huge shout out. They were number 10 in the PSA most great. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, really cool. It is like, that was wild to see. I want to know what, what was, was the 10. I want to know what they cut off. Oh, yeah. I didn't that think of that. Be, yeah, that would be super cool. Um, I think that's really impressive. I think that's really cool. I was all about that. Um, I, you know, listen, I think... Um, Give the people a little more context. PSA... It's a great... It's, it's the, I'll be honest. It's, there's, it's one of the two good grading companies. There's BGS and PSA, and everybody else is garbage. Uh, and, BGS has been getting a ton of crap lately. Anyway... PSA yeah, announced the top, some people who are invested in competitors, in my their opinion. top submissions, and it was number 10 on yeah. their top submissions. Yeah, and it was, you know, number one's obviously basketball, then it was football or something, and baseball, and a bunch of other sports. No Magic the Gathering on the list. I thought it was, wasn't it? No, I think because I asked you. Oh, that's right, because Magic uses BGS. I know. Pokemon uses PSA. Y- you would have thought that, like, I don't know, I was impressed that Magic the Gathering wasn't even on there. It was uh, basketball, Pokemon, football, baseball, soccer, hockey, Yu-Gi-Oh, tickets, emerging sports, and MetaZoo. The one that shocked me is Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, who grades Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah. I don't even care. Like, do I carry Yu-Gi-Oh? I, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh market, but it's probably, yeah, no. I, I can't don't. handle it. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not carrying the Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm all in the zoo. Let's so, like, I think MetaZoo being number 10 was really impressive. Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of other games. And it's PSA is the grading company, in my opinion. Mm. Like it is the grading company in my we, opinion. We will know my grading company at the end of the at the end of next week. I'll have all it's my be like it's gonna be like oh so I got you. I invested in Louis Grading Company with no stop. I don't know who else you would be with. Nobody got Matt Rogers. Who else? Who, was, who else is still available? I would, I would not partner with anybody on a grading company. <laughs> There's the truth to you. <laughs> be like it's just me. I don't need partners. Seems like a terrible idea. Uh, man. Uh, have you gotten you back your 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 Kindle Fireball grades yet? Uh, I have. Are they, um, I, let me guess. Sorry, I got an let email. Guess, that they, I got an email that they were sent to me. I have not opened the bag. Oh, yet. so you got the new back. R.I.P. Louie. Yeah, we'll see. They can't. They can't get you know, Now you get nine point five center rings. That's fine. Um, um, listen, I think the zoo. The zoo always has good weeks. Like the zoo always has good weeks because like Mike is always working. We did not talk about the big thing last week. They're in Target. Yeah, it's awesome. That, that somebody was, was like, and it's funny, like, I forget who I was talking to. Somebody who, like, I lost all respect for in the world. And they were like, it wasn't you, which is surprising. And they said to me, they were like, you know, I feel like they need to do more. And I'm like, they're in Walmart. They're in Target. They said they're working on a video game. Oh, yeah. They said they're working on a TV show. They have arguably the hottest card game in the market right now. What exactly more do you want them to do? You know, I think the I think the thing that Mike does really well is slow rolling announcements. Um, so like I'm sure that there I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm sure that there are more things going on that he could be talking about. But he he strategically announces things. He announces it when it's done. He does not tell you what's coming. Right. He tells you what's done. Um, and so, like, I think a lot, like, I, I got a couple of messages this week about the Wilderness print run, which is apparently in the U.S. only 10,000 more than Nightfall, which. Wait, that that's true. That's what they said to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Much. But anyway, they said, what do you think about that? And I said, I don't know. That doesn't seem like, en- that doesn't seem like enough. What do you mean? What do I think about it? They're like, well, you know, to the moon. It, it's going to be a slow 
growth? And I was like, A, why does that matter? Buy boxes. I hope, I think boxes will be available at MSRP, which is what Mike has set up. Like, yeah. Oh, Mike, oh, they'll be available at MSRP because Mike will force it to be at MSRP. Right. Mike has the secondary Mike won't has, be at MSRP. Mike has Mike has set the precedent that stores yeah. need to sell at MSRP. So at, you won't have this astronomical six hundred dollar pre ordering that you know, whatever. And um, <laughs> random number, Louis. Is that in reference to something? <laughs> and a, as a result, people who want the product will be able to get it at MSRP. If you are looking to buy boxes to flip in three weeks for three hundred dollars, I don't really care about you <laughs> no and i have this policy in my store if something is going for way above retail i take the plastic wrapper yeah so i i think like if you like the product if you like the game if you like it then i don't think that ten thousand more boxes than nightfall to me that says okay as an investment you're going to be there pretty pretty quick um it doesn't can't bother me can't we got a d bruce promo but here's the that. here's the kicker that i was going to say it's one announcement away from being massive, right? Like everything he does, he, he sets up, he lets people get product. He, get, he lets, he lets people get the, you know, the, he lets the market kind of stabilize. And he says, Hey, now that everyone's had a chance to get it, there's not going to be a nightfall second edition. <laughs> and then nightfall goes, you know what I mean? So like he does things like that. So I think it's, he's got his pulse on the secondary market. I'm not worried about print runs for that stuff. I uh, no it, uh, no not at all. Uh, listen, I think um, a really good. I think it was a really good week to Metazoo. I think like Target is a big announcement. PSA was a big announcement. Um, they're just growing. They're growing like crazy, and like I think people are coming around. I know that some. I think Dan Ramada did a great learn to play video. That you could oh all check god. out. Are oh my just, god, was that you, Louie? I'm sorry. Just pumping DM. Why are we pumping DM? I love I don't him. Know. It's the first, I, he commented on something I did today, so he's on my top of my mind. Uh, it could be anybody else. It could <laughs> you be Reginald. Love DM Armada today. DM Armada, reach out to me. Let me know how you got on George's good side. I'm jealous. Computes will be sponsoring DM Armada soon. We there will not go. be. Um, <laughs> um, Louis did. Louis, I don't like to say this out loud. Louis did a very good. For Louie, uh, learn to play MetaZoo video. <laughs> Listen, oh, I, on, boo -boo. I'm being nice to you. You simmer down for a second. If you, you owe it to yourself, yeah. even if you're one of the many, 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 many haters who message me, and there's a lot of you, and I don't care about you, but you owe it to yourselves. You should care about them. I don't. You, <laughs> should, you owe it to yourself to go watch Louie's learn to play MetaZoo video. You all do. If you hate it, that's fine. You shouldn't dislike something you haven't learned. You you haven't you haven't seen. You haven't learned how to play. You don't care if you don't do anything with. You don't interact with it. Here's and I think I, people are coming around to it being a legitimately good game. Yeah. So here's what I learned in the 50 hours that it took. I know. I know. A, you know it's bad when I feel like the need to be nice to you. I'll be honest. That's how you know it took you a long time. I, I um the the caster society. Um yeah. I made a, I made a post in the caster society. It was like, hey guys, uh, I am looking to make a how to play video for MetaZoo, and um I I had like 10 people. Within 20 hours, 10 people message me and say, hey, I'd love to help read the script. I'd love to help, like, make sure everything's right. Send me the video. Send me the whatever. I sent the script to people. There is a group of people who are super passionate about the game. And this is what I do for every TCG that I talk about. I, I ask the question, is it fun? Right? And 
And if the answer is yes, then I do it. And here's the thing. There's so many people who are passionate about the deck building experience. I was like, uh-oh, something is something's off from the public's personification of what MetaZoo is compared to what is actually happening with people interested in creating a sphere. And I leaned into that and I was baffled at the amount of complexity that's going on in the deck building experience. I will I not baffled. say I will not say the game. Yeah. I had an event where people were supposed to show up and play one game, and somebody at my store convinced them all to play MetaZoo instead. Mm. That's cool. And like that, now it's funny. Like he, you know, he messaged me. He's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, man. Live your best life. People get so caught up on the fourth wall effects. The, they, they think it's such a negative and like it doesn't like it doesn't really you can also turn them off yeah the, like people get so caught up on that that they they don't even look into it that it's like a it's and they get caught up on the 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 mana system and aura like this is what i learned aura is not nearly as important in in may the zoo sorry in meta zoo than it is in magic like no, like um, no. The, the critters deck that I play, I've been playing. It runs seven aura. You get one or two aura. That's all you need. You don't need to hit, you know, whatever because the cost of the cards is lower. So like, it's just different. Like it, like people compare. Yeah. It they, they haven't looked into it, and that's what's frustrating to me because it doesn't need to be like. I don't know. It's fun. Listen, it's like, a good game. Robbie, like, it's a good game. Robbie loves it. My buddy Robbie, he just he, he messes me every day. He's like, "Hey, can we get together and play?" <laughs> it is so funny. Like I I had so it's like I'll be honest with the exact exact same way Fab did in my store. I had like three people who were like, "This is amazing. This is all I want to play." Yeah, and they like recruited all of these players to play the game. Yeah, no, well, and like it's it's like it is. It is happening. Like the zoo is like the zoo is doing what I thought the zoo was going to do for a while now. My point is, don't just hate on it. Actually look into it. It doesn't matter if you end up playing or not. But this whole like, it's just not good for the TCG world. Like we need, I, I firmly believe that we need these games to be able to be seen and, and be able to come to light. And like just not giving anything the time of day is just stupid. Um, okay, I agree. Last thing, flesh and blood minute. <laughs> Crap, I forgot this earlier. We might know by the time this next podcast comes out what's in it. Oh, yeah. What's in the carnival slot? Last prediction. I don't know. Alt art of reprints. It's just a. That's my gut too. That's my thought too. I want in here's here's what I want. You ready for this? I want the e strike dude. To be playing like that Wacka Hammer game where like the little thing goes up. There you go. I want Carnival Alt Arts. I, I'm still not convinced about it. That's because you're negative. That's because you're negative. Like you said in your podcast, your your worst no. podcast. That's because you're negative, and I'm positive. Go ahead. I, I yeah. I'm not I'm not convinced that um I just don't know what that like I'm not convinced that that was their answer. Um, I think it, I think it could be. I think DM Armada. <laughs> funny enough, I think DM Armada has. Is he sponsoring you? What's going on here? I think he had the best take that it's going to be alt art heroes. Oh um, no! I, I think that's no, the, no. I think that's the best take. 
I, I just no. Think... I want alt art cards. I want alt Listen. art hearts. I want alt art e strikes. I want alt arts. I want alt art CNCs. I want alt art everything's like pack that slot full of goodies, baby. I, I want some. Be, I could not be more biased <laughs> as the guy who runs the EV tracker. <laughs> Please. Now, did you do what I recommended to you last week and just start making up numbers? <laughs> no. I don't want you going off of what things actually sold for. I want you going off what you feel they're worth. As the guy who runs the EV tracker, I think it's just difficult to see what that will do to the EV of the box. Um, to the moon. Well, like, they have to have known that. Like, they, they have to have seen that. And I, I think having an I just think it's interesting. I don't know. Like, I, I, that's why I don't think that it's going to be that. But I could be wrong. All right, James White. I know you're listening to this. What's up? <laughs> What's Can you please make the carnival slot call back to printers and make them make? I want. Oh my god, they should do one fable per case alt art. Oh, that'd be dope. It'd be cool. I agree. I want all arts, everything. I want carnival art, everything. I am like so hyped for the carnival theme. So like, I hate magic, the gathering, the million different versions of the card. Like that's, that's like where I am. Like I, 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 that might be, I don't love that. We'll see. I don't know what it's going to be though. I think it's going to be better than that. Is my opinion. Better than alt art of staples. What's better than that? Regular reprinting of staples. No, why? Why is that better? I don't know. Because That's I don't worse. The, I don't want the reprint of staples to be hard to get. I why want, would that make why would that be hard to get? I don't want another hundred dollar command and conquer. I want a, why would that be a hundred dollar command and conquer? If it's in the in that slot, what are they gonna do? Put a command and conquer in every pack? In every box. Yeah, maybe. Again, there's nuances to it. I don't think it's fair to evaluate it yet. Like I, I just I evaluate. Think we're guessing. What do you mean evaluate? I'm not I, having. I, I'm not using my Louis Abacus. Like I'm guessing what it could be in the slot. I think that that card will be worth more money than the regular Command and Conquer. That's my my take. Like that's I can like, see that. Yeah, which is like it doesn't solve it. And so oh, it's, it would lower the price of the regular one. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. God, I, w- I want I want Carnival Alt Arts of every Fab card. I'll be honest. <laughs> That'd be cool. I would collect that set. I would I get, collect that set. The I'm last not, set I collected was Alpha. I think the heroes make the most sense. Oh, because it's do all that the heroes me. are going don't to the carnival. Oh, will Briar have the new errata? No. <laughs> no, it won't. Will it be carnival themed at least? <laughs> It'll be carnival themed. I, I hope. I hope they had Briar erasing that line in her own description as the alt art. That'd be really cool. That would be a re- See, that would be a great promo. I am great at marketing. Yeah, you are. Oh, oh, stop it. Another thing we got to discuss. God, this is a weird, this is a terrible episode. This is a worst Joey Senart, congratulations on getting hired by Genesis. Yeah, that's awesome. We have now had two great marketing hires in the last month. Yeah. Mike knocked it out of the park with somebody who's a basic, basically runs YouTube, apparently. <laughs> and Genesis hiring Joey. Awesome. Two great marketing hires. Great job, to both of you. Congratulations, Genesis, and congratulations, Joey. Can't wait. Yeah. To see the, I can't wait to see the the fun Genesis oh, events he creates. Oh, also, we had a Bone Zone exclusive interview with Joey. Go check it out. Yeah. First oh. interview of Joey as the PR person for Genesis on the Bone Zone. Wow. You are just shilling everything. Not you. 
everything but you actually it's great <laughs> it's really great now you know how it feels yeah it's great all right this has been the worst episode we need mitch back <laughs> <laughs> matt kalish come back <laughs> Matt Kalish, where are you? Bring the market back. Hey, real talk. Can you pick me up at the airport? Because I'm probably landing right now. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. I like, I like, I want you to, so like, when you sent me your flight info, <laughs> I saw like your first, I saw like the first Six time. Six okay, by that time, your first landing, I was like, oh my, because I get out of class that night late because it's our last class. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Like I'm just gonna die. Then I was like, oh I have to go at noon, that's no problem. I have to leave my house at five AM. Well <laughs> that's because you have no roads. I can't help that. Uh, <laughs> Alright everyone. Call, call Amazon. Please, please, please leave your great comments in the comment section on how great oh, this is great. People will love it. Oh man. Alright, have a great day. Remember to be kind to the people around you and may the zoo be with you. And also with you. Thank you.